welcome. You're listening to Sis Get a Grip, where we aim to bring you different perspectives pertaining to relationships, careers, lifestyles, and so much more. We're certainly not perfect. Definitely not. We know life as a woman is hard. Keeping a grip on our responsibilities without losing our minds even harder. But what's a good story without a touch of imperfection? Stay tuned. Grab your tea or wine. Kick up your legs. Lose the bra. And take off your wig. And together, let's learn to get a grip. With your host, Gifty Iden and Stacey Estiadu. Hey guys, welcome back to Sis Get a Grip. As you can tell, um, we're back together. Woo! Super excited. Um, I can touch her. Yeah, like we're literally <laughs> back together. I'm super excited. We are social distancing. There's no one on set with us um, in the house with us. It's just us. Um, as always, we love to thank you guys for your amazing, amazing support. For the husband's episode, we are truly grateful. Like, don't take it for granted. Um, so we were actually, sorry, I'm looking at Stacy because we actually just decided to do this. We were actually going to do a different episode, but in light of everything that's happening um, in the world, yeah. we decided to just have an open, honest conversation um, and dedicate this episode to our husbands and all the black men out there. Um, we as Sis Get a Grip just like want to acknowledge you. Yeah. I, I, no, we see you, and it's a lot going on. And specifically, we're talking about the incident that's been very heavy on many people's hearts, and it's um, yeah. where we saw the cop um, put in his knee in a black man's neck until he passed away. So, actually, you should probably take a moment of silence for him. Yeah, yeah, do that. All right. Um, I think Stacy and I have been discussing this this entire week. Yeah. I, I actually like cried a bit yesterday. Yeah, when you were talking to me, I was surprised. We were talking about it because I think this is just a con- not. I think I we can all agree that this is a continuous thing that's happening. But I think what hit home or what felt deep in my heart. I don't know what I felt. What made me cry yesterday, at least was Stacy mentioned when he was, it was a grown man crying for his mother. Yeah, that was pretty sad. And um, there's a thing in the Akan culture, or at least my, like growing up, my mom would tell me that, you know, when someone is getting ready to pass away, they usually ask or call for their loved ones. And that's what I thought of when I saw George, George Floyd on the floor, like calling for his mom, mm-hmm. like a grown man calling for his mom. Like it made me think of the, the teachings of my mom teaching me that. Um, you know, like he knew he was, he knew he was going yeah. and, um, that really hit home for me. I kind of haven't been able to shake it off. Like it, it's just heavy. Yeah, it's very heavy. And I've been actually having a week where I, it's constantly on my mind. Cause I was also sharing with you the other day where I think of like my nephew, I think of like my brother where I always talk about Leroy. I'm always talking about him in a positive light where he's like really smart. He's like such a great kid, like perfect model kid. And then, but he also likes to wear like comfortable clothing. So if he's walking in the street, he's often associated with being a thug, being like a bad kid. And he's just simply like 
probably running to get like a part for like something that he's working on like literally just the simplest kid and the fact that he could be out there and this can happen to him yeah. or like to for this to for me to even have the conversation with my nephew when he grows up that hey listen like I, not now it may not be now but at some point in your life you're gonna be looked down upon because of your skin color you're gonna be looked down upon simply because of your your complexion like you and you didn't choose that I'm sure like if any if you were like at the door of heaven I have this imagination that you were at the door of heaven and God was like you know hey which color do you want <laughs> like if you had to choose knowing everything that was going down on earth like I don't know what people would choose but yeah. like if you, you have no choice of how you come out into the world being but yet every day like you have to think twice about the things that you have to do so those were like little things that was just going through my mind and it was just so difficult because I think it's the situation itself has left such a thick um, mm. presence in the air where everybody's like really second-guessing themselves so like even thinking like wow is this the world we live in and yeah. to experience this in 2020 20 where you think like because you're educated or yep. because we had a black president or because like because black people are in power in some places like you would think or not even just black people like people of color are in power in high places you think these things will happen but like it's so scary i saw like a, a picture where it was like a new york times article that i think um it was like 19 something and then it said 2015 and then it said 2020 and it was a black man running away from a protest but there was tear gas being thrown at people that's happening yeah that's to this day and yeah. um i don't know i can't seem to wrap my head and i think that's why we wanted to like do this episode because i think a lot of people are like us but also like I, I just like want the black men out there and I don't want no other race to feel no type of way this is just my personal opinion but like black men in particular are not valued and I think this video that surfaced with Ahmed and this video that surfaced with George Floyd like these are just perfect unfortunate examples of that yeah like yeah. the fact that like the coronavirus, like it's hitting the African-American community higher than any other race. Like all these things and someone's, I've been on CNN for the past three days, don't judge me. <laughs> I just been hawking CNN. And um, someone, like one of the reporters said, it's unfortunate that the systems of the past are still affecting people today, that even their health cannot be considered mm. you know like it's just a lot happening it is it, and it's very difficult because I think sometimes at least in my mind initially I thought that it was uh, African Americans and there's the Africans but truth of the matter is that we're all in this together For as real. far as there's melanin like we are in the same boat like and it's just we're not exempt from it and i think of like our husbands i remember one time when we were content planning actually um gifty received a call from her husband and she told you that he had been pulled yeah, over I freaked out and she was just kind of like i was just kind of like okay so this is what we're gonna post and she was just kind of like i can't think right now like she couldn't even focus or think 
until like she was able to reach her husband to let her know she had gotten away from the situation because all she could think about is what if yeah what if my husband is the one with somebody's me and your neck like, what if my husband is the one that you know gets followed like it's it's just very difficult being like even married to a black man because mm -hmm. like you always have to think about what if when they're out there yeah and it's like stacy pointed on this because like whenever i have this thing where like whenever the husband's leaving home like hey like get to where text me when you get wherever you're going and if he tell like when he's coming home from work especially um he I think is an overly nice car. He just thinks it's a car, but he drives a car that I just think draws a lot of attention. Um, and truthfully, he actually says like, no, it doesn't. Cause he made an argument that if a white man was driving his car, no one would question it, which true. I 100% agree with, but he's black. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just the reality we live in. And if he says, I'm gonna be home at 5.30 and it's 5.31, he's not home. Like I begin to panic. I believe me. Just because like he's been stopped so many times yeah and for me I'm always just like like what's gonna happen like yeah, what's scary. gonna happen and it's so scary because I remember when the Eric Garner situation happened and it, we have to call it a situation because like yeah. to this day at least for me I can't verbally describe how a, a, a grown man again can be put in a chokehold and they're crying out for help and the help like their cries are just going on like not being acknowledged yeah. so I, in my head i have to call a situation but like when the aragona situation happened i'll never forget i was at columbia i was in school and my mom said something so powerful to me that i would never forget she said i'm so happy your brother kenneth is not in america mm. and you know i was just like wow for my mom to for my mom who you know i i like to think like african parents sometimes don't like pay attention to these things yeah that is true because they're probably they're like the oh we we're removed type of thing because we're african but when my mom said that and i was just like wow like she even fears for her son if he was in america kenneth was born here yeah and it makes me realize like you know the whole liberty and justice for every like it's not for everyone it's not not at all and actually that also brings up a very good point in that i think what makes like in kenneth's situation like there's a place to escape to mm -hmm. but for the average american african-american this is home to them and even in home it's so uncomfortable to just be yourself it's just such a it's like a never winning battle like yeah. we're never gonna win and i think i saw um a meme again <laughs> that said that they're not doing something about mm. it because like it's happening they're doing something about it because we saw it so if this video hadn't caught anybody's attention nothing would have been done about yes. it it would have just been another case another situation under the rug but yeah. because we saw it is the reason why there's there's all this like you know support mm -hmm. for lack of a better word about it but other than that imagine all the situations that we don't know about the ones oh, that wasn't man. videotaped the ones that wasn't looked at the ones that um you know just nobody came out and said something about mm -hmm. either because they were too scared or just the technology didn't exist to capture it. Yeah, it's crazy you say too scared because in my CNN time, <laughs> um, I was 
the gentleman, if you've seen the George Floyd video, there's a gentleman like in shorts and a hoodie and like socks, you know, like I call it the black comfort outfit. Damn, I sure do like my brother. I like, I go outside with my Adidas slippers, socks, especially if it's cold and a jacket, like a sweatsuit or whatever. And anyway, there's a young, a young man in that video and he was interviewed on CNN yesterday and I was scared for him because I can't remember which case it was, but there was a, a young man, it happened twice. I know there was an Eric Garner case where the guy who recorded the Eric Garner um, like arrest, um, randomly like two weeks later or a month later was randomly arrested. I think I, right? I, yeah. And then there was another case, another situation where a young man, African-American man was shot dead, or, like killed by police officers and the witness who testified um randomly was killed in a parking lot oh, yeah i think i heard that situation that was the one i actually heard about yeah so when i was watching it with the husband i was just like oh my god i'm scared for this man's life granted he's doing the right thing by coming up front by coming forward but for me to even be scared for him to come forward because of the right these, thing. because it's the right thing, but because of these two incidents, I'm scared for this man's life. Like I'm, just, like a part of me was like, yes, people need to know what happened, but a part of me was like, oh my God, I hope like there's someone protecting him. Like I hope the community will protect him, nice. because the last time, the witness was shot dead in the parking lot yeah. of his own apartment complex, or even the Trayvon Martin case where um, I will never forget this where the young lady he was on the phone with which happens to be his best friend when she was put on the witness stand the way they crucified her that's crazy and made her incredible is it incredible 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 i can't think of the right word but they 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 didn't make her a valid witness by the time they um cross-examined her and it just blew my mind that like even in the midst of trying to do the right thing as a black person like the justice system that we call it like still finds a way to, to fail us to it's, fail us it's terrible it's so terrible and i'm just even thinking about i know there was a lot of like people giving out the number to the da's office to kind of call in and just make sure that our voice is heard but just as much as we're putting in energy the average American is calling in to beg for those guys to have their jobs back to yes. to say hey like this was wrongfully done I don't understand and even though we might feel like we're a greater number we're compared to how many people is advocating and um, for on their behalf we're probably nothing compared to that and that's not like a reason not to act on this um, topic because it's a very sensitive one I just think that it seems like the harder that we try almost, mm. it backfires. Yeah, and I think that's where like, not speaking for everyone, but I think that's where I am at right now because I feel, my older sister said something to me like when she recently came to visit where she said like, you're damn if you don't, you're damn if you do. Yeah. Like Kenneth and I, like the husband and I are like thinking of moving, right? But then it's like you move into this really good neighborhood with like mm. great schools become the only black person and my sister was saying that like they stayed she recently bought a house she's the only person like potentially the only person of color in her neighborhood and she's just like how do my kids fit in here yeah and how do i make sure my sons are not killed because my nephew wears hoodies 
Yeah, it's a comfortable piece of clothing. Jeff just asked for a hoodie to leave the house. Yeah, and I, we both would be <laughs> like, no. <laughs> and it's so unfortunate that like we have to police ourselves yeah. to the point that the clothing that we wear, we have to think twice about it. Um, it's just unfortunate. And it's everything from our clothing. So we have to like, there's a way to present yourself mm -hmm. to be like considered, you know, a non-threat. Like there's a way you have to dress. There's a way you have to talk. You can't use slang. There's, there's a certain bracket you have to fill a box you have to live within like let's say god forbid you want a nice house in a nice neighborhood then you have to deal with the other stuff that comes with that which is being isolated being othered mm -hmm. probably definitely need a gun <laughs> it's, it's crazy. and it's just it's you shouldn't have to go that far because i don't think um other races necessarily have to go that far to protect themselves yeah yeah uh, speaking of like guns i saw um like a picture on instagram of a mother oh yes i saw that it was who powerful had, um and it was extremely powerful and that's the only reason why i'm referencing it who had her first of all her all her guns were licensed um but she's a black woman um, with a son and she had all her guns out and the caption says something like I need to protect my son and in the back of her huge house because I think she's like a lawyer or something where's her son and for me it made me realize that like someone who even works in law like this is the route they have to take because they have a son yeah and like I was talking to one of my really good friends Aziza and she mentioned that um, I'm she said gifty I'm scared to have sons and in the moment I didn't think much of it until like Ahmed happened, until George Floyd happened. And Gary. I literally started holding my womb because I'm just like, man, if I birth sons, if and and if God brings me sons, great. But then I'm just like, wow, this is the teaching that this is the world I have to bring them in. And the difficult conversations. And the that difficult help. conversations. Like that child, even if you live in a nice neighborhood, I still have to teach you to like be respectful to the police because you might not make it home yeah. or even when you get to school like i'm begging you don't get in a fight because your fight may become um may be misconstrued by the police who are go who's going to be called as aggressive like violence like and these yeah. are all things that have happened and it is and it's unfortunate that you have to work twice as hard than the average person just to even live uh like you know comfortably it's just inside yeah but like Stacey and I said we wanted to do this video experience because we want to one dedicate this to our husbands and to all the black men out there and say that like we acknowledge your presence Definitely. we acknowledge that you're human we acknowledge that you are here on this earth for a purpose yeah. and we acknowledge your dignity like we don't take you for granted especially all the other black men out there who probably don't have women in their life giving them this or don't feel this love like we we want to let you guys know that we are thankful for your presence yes. because we we make each other great yeah. and um we appreciate you guys we do and to the families who have lost unfortunately lost like I can't even finish this. Like to the families who've lost people because of police brutality, because of protesting, because someone was shot yesterday during the protest, 
you know like because of family for families who have lost people due to all these unfortunate incidents and situations our condolences to you yeah. and to the recent family of these situations George Floyd family like we also want to let you know that we acknowledge your humanity we acknowledge this man's humanity and we are praying for you guys yeah we are i can't imagine if it's easy and you said it all i think this episode was just because we had a different episode in mind and we just really wanted to shed some light on some of our experiences and maybe hope to be some kind of voice that you know we do see our black men out there and we do love you and we do care for you like if nobody else like we care and we're here for you guys like we we don't take you guys for granted at all at so. all so yeah Next thank you for tuning into this very special timely episode of sis get a grip um and we'll see you guys next time Bye. Bye.